Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is episode 25 of the Nonsense Podcast. I think uh, I would like to address that things don't always work out as they are planned. And what I mean by that was when we were supposed to take this interview with the mascots, mascots from Ohio, you know these guys. They are fucking awesome. I was in the car at the time that we were supposed to take this interview. So I'm actually not even on this. Um, Adam was forced to take the whole interview by himself and was an absolute G. He handled it so well. It was awesome. Um, and shout out to mascots for being very understanding that life sometimes uh, throws you a curveball and uh, you're in the car when you're supposed to be on a Skype call. So shout out to those dudes. Also, they just released a new single called Figure It Out. If you haven't listened to it, just stop listening right now to this episode and go stream it. Come back when you're ready. Um, it would not be complete if you didn't go listen to it right now. Swear to God, go. Pause it right now. Go. Uh, whatever platform you're on, the song's already up there. I promise you. And go look at the music video too while you're at it on YouTube. I'll be here when you come back. That's fine. All right. Now that you're back... Let's move forward with the episode, and uh, cheers to everybody from um, from uh, Mascots for listening. I, I really appreciate you guys. Uh, we had Chris Henderson, we had Chase Nichols, and we had Alex Stewart on. Um, just wanted to make sure I uh, called out their names specifically. Thank you, gentlemen. Um, we definitely owe you another interview, so I'm excited once you guys uh, you know might have something else coming up. Um, we'll definitely reconnect. And as for everybody listening, enjoy the episode, and we'll see you next week. shake things up tonight because Aaron cannot join us, but we're still going to do it and I'm still going to do my best here because I'm going to try hard and I'm going to try hard. Tonight we're joined by Mascots and I know Chris is who I've been talking to, but why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Oh, I'll do you. Alright, I'll go first. Hey, I'm Chris, I'm the vocalist. Uh, Chase, I do lead guitar vocals. And I'm Alex and I play bass. Sweet deal. Nice to meet you guys, finally. First things first, I've been a fan for a while. I think I heard, I think it was Altruistic a while back. and Great, great song. It was a great song. Yeah. And I, I really, really enjoyed that. And then I think recently I started listening to If I Die Today was the one I think I reached out to you guys about. Yeah. And Sad point of our life. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great, catchy song that's been stuck in my head for a long time. But why don't you, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about where you're from and how you guys got started and all that. Well, I think it started about five years ago. Uh, we're here in Cincinnati, uh, all kind of spread out throughout the suburbs. Uh, just kind of happenstance that I met uh, Alex over here and our old vocalist Drew uh, through a mutual friend. And they were like, hey, we want to start a pop punk group. And I was like, I want to be in that pop punk group. And it kind of grew from there. Um, Obviously, 
gone through a few lineup changes over the years, as everyone does, I think. But uh, we found Chris, what, a year or two ago? year and a half. Uh, he was actually fronting a kind of metal band at the time, doing very heavy vocals. And we brought him up, and I was thinking, there's no way that this guy that's throwing down these heavy kind of uh, screams on these tracks is going to come in here and be able to kind of represent what we've been doing. And he absolutely nailed it from day one. So uh, it's kind of where we're at now. Yes, good deal, good deal. So you guys have been around for five years. You went through a few lineup changes, uh, singer and everything. Can you give me a little rundown on all that or everything or just, you know? Uh, sure. So, uh, yeah, we've had um, like an, uh, a different drummer in the past and then a few different guitarists as well. Um, and then uh, Drew uh, ended up finding out that he was going to have a kid. And so he decided that would be the it'd be better to go that route and be a father. So he decided to step down. But I mean, we're all still good friends, actually, with everybody who's been in the band and still actually hang out with them all the time. Uh, so we're all still on good terms. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's been kind of slow resets and it almost kind of gives us a, a fresh look every time that's happened. Uh, I hope it doesn't continue to happen. Uh, but getting those different kind of inputs into your music and seeing what everybody else can bring to the table. Uh, I mean, at points, I feel has slowed us down. But once we kind of get those gears rolling again, it's like, wow, we can do this now. We have this kind of sound. He has those kind of ideas. And it's definitely uh, matured us as a group, I think, um, especially with what I hope we're planning to release here soon. Well, it's, I mean, from what I've seen, I mean, it seems like even after all that, you guys really haven't lost any momentum. I mean, I know before this whole quarantine and COVID thing, you guys were supposed to go out on the road with our wonderful friends and goalkeeper. And yeah. actually, you were supposed to stop through Poughkeepsie, which is where we're from. So we were, we were, <laughs> we were, we were going to come hang out and hopefully have met then, but COVID had, uh, you know, some different plans. But you guys have new music coming. And like I said, you guys really haven't seemed like you've skipped any beats, which is nice. Uh, we, I guess, try our best to, you know, always push forward. Um, I mean, yeah, there's always new ideas, new things happening in the world and in our lives that, you know, make us want to keep going. And I don't think any of us want to falter on that. So, absolutely. Nice. But yeah, I think I'm really hoping once this all kind of settles down, which doesn't look like it's going to be this year, but we really want to make it out that way again, especially up north. I feel like there's a big uh, community that we just haven't been in contact with, including you guys, including Goalkeeper, just would really like to connect and kind of get that uh, that community bonded. Nice. We'd love to meet you guys out here and play some shows and show you what the Northeast is about. <laughs> what, but speaking of uh, scenes and everything, what's it like out there in Cincinnati and everything for you guys? Like, what's the real vibe of Cincinnati itself? Because, you know, it's, it is a really a big Midwest city out there. Uh, it's kind of that big town, uh, but everybody knows everybody kind of deal. Uh, yep. And I think pop punk especially, uh, that emo scene has never really had a strong point um, until more recently. Uh, Cincinnati's always been a metal scene, uh, especially with, you know, 2010s where everybody wanted to mosh and scream. And I don't know, I feel like it was a much... 
don't know. Give me a good analogy here, Stu. Uh, everybody wanted to be like the Devil Wars Prada. Yeah. Okay. Especially when they're attack, attack, right up the road from us, too. And Attack Attack, also from Ohio. Um, yeah, I feel lately we've had friends uh, and groups from, like, if you want to hit them up, just a little shout out from Fire Giants, Big Smile, um, even from the opposite side of Ohio and Elbow Room. Um, I feel like we've just kind of slowly been playing those seeds to build this kind of uh, sound more in depth and to the Midwest and kind of bring it back, hold it strong, you know. Midwest strong. Midwest has always been like a really good place for pop punk and emo. I, I agree. I feel like there's a something in the water out here that definitely uh, feeds in us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's good for you guys, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I guess uh, can only accept the surrounding you're in at any time that you're at it. So. Yeah, I feel the Midwest definitely has that sad vibe to it at the time, especially in the, the fall-winter areas where you get that more, I don't know, kind of feel like the weather can set that mood sometimes. Right on, right on. So uh, I'm going to shift it over to Chris there in the middle there, right? You're Chris. I'm saying this right. Yeah. Only I can see you. No one else can see you. So it's just, you know, people are like, wow, how's he got this, like, ESP? And just, just I know things, people. But, uh so you're you're new. You're new to the vocalist scene for mascots. English did not come out good there, but you knew <laughs> what I meant. <laughs> and uh, tell me about that. Like, tell me how you kind of got in with you know meeting these fine gentlemen next to you, and uh, what you're what you're liking so far about being with mascots and everything. Uh, well, it started out I, like he said. I was in a metal band. I was a uh, you know doing heavy vocals and then some higher pitched choruses. But I just kind of started getting bored with the band and the direction we were going in. So uh, one day I was just on Craigslist, actually, I believe. And I went to Wanted Ads and just typed in vocalists. And I don't know, about halfway down the page, they popped up. I sent them, what, one or two videos, maybe? Yeah, something like that. And then uh, came out to a practice about two weeks later, I would say. Two, three weeks later. Tried out for the spot and just... Hit right away. And he's hated it ever since. He's regretted <laughs> yeah. every, everything he's done. See, there's good size to Craigslist. You either find a, a, a oh, band yeah. to join or you make a dangerous friend and get a great story. <laughs> you know, Craigslist is a hell of a place. Yeah. So you guys, you just put out If I Die Today about, I want to say, say a month ago, but I'm probably wrong. You guys can correct me on that. That's uh, been about yeah, a year it's now. Been yeah. two, almost, almost two years. years. Damn. I see. This is why. See, I'm an asshole. Nice to meet you guys. But you guys put out If I Die Today, and then Chris was telling me you have new music coming out. Yes. A new song you're planning on releasing soon. Or we're coming out some point in July with this. We're recording in June, but this is going to be out, I believe, later in July. Well, this uh, might be right on that dot then for our new single. Um, so if you listening to this now, may either be looking out for it or check it out. Just do a little stream. Uh, it will be called Figure It Out. Um, I think it definitely, even this was recorded a year ago now, uh, holds strong really heavily with what's going on now and just not being able to kind of realize and take in everything that's happening around us, uh, just how difficult things can be at any moment of time. Uh, 
but yeah, I think here soon uh, we got a couple singles, and hopefully we'll be back in the studio um, with Seth Henderson of uh, Always Be Genius, uh, known for bands like Real Friends, Knuckle Puck, stuff like that. Uh, he's definitely, I think, helped create the sound that we have now, and has pushed us really creatively and how we approach a song and how we see our writing style. So I think you're going to see a lot of that with these next few releases. Nice. So are you guys, is this leading up to an EP or a full length or anything, or is it just for now a single? Uh, that's kind of up in the waterworks, I think. Yeah. Uh, for now it's, it's a single and then it may be, you know, another single and then an album or maybe two singles in an album we haven't really decided yet but it's definitely up in the air yeah nice well what if it's not if uh if it's not out by the time this airs uh you know keep an eye out for figure it out and if it is out by the time this airs go listen to figure it out i'm sure it's gonna be i being i haven't heard it yet i'm sure i'll be the first to say i'm sure it's gonna be a great song i'm pretty excited for it so we are as well <laughs> so are you guys planning on doing like a video or everything with it or are you just gonna what's your, what's your plan with it uh so we have a video that will be released with it um it's like more like an audio like music video uh type of thing but yeah it's uh, it's definitely interesting for sure yeah it's gonna be different than our usual kind of uh i don't know boy meets girl storyline that we've had going on the last couple uh I think it just gives a good representation of the lyrics being sang. So really excited to see that. It's a nice change up too, getting away from the boy meets girls. I feel like especially a lot in the punk pop punk scene in general, it's pretty much any just like music scene in general. It's like the go-to video. Exactly. It's either like boy meets girl or like end of relation relationship and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's always nice to throw in some curveballs in there. So, uh, in your early 20s, I think that's really the most you have to complain about. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. You know, unless, unless some tragic event happens there, it's, you know, most of it's about dating. Exactly. Nothing but uh, love and loss. But, yeah. It's definitely like a more dynamic song, like the most dynamic song we've put out or will be putting out. Yeah. Um, compared to anything. So yeah, it would be definitely treading new waters, I guess you'd say. Nice. Nice, nice. Um, let's see. Let me keep going with the questions here. For everyone listening, if you're wondering why I sound like I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing, it's because I make everything up as I go along. And uh, Aaron, I know you're going to be listening to this because you're going to be the one editing it. Just know that I'm coming for you, man. I'm going to get you back. <laughs> do it. Don't you ever forget me again or these wonderful dudes and mascots. So... Um, let me keep going with some questions. See what I got here. Thank you guys for putting up with this. Um, this is awesome. Yeah. Let me let me pull out some uh, let me pull out some random questions here. What's what's the craziest thing that has happened to you guys, either at a at a show or on the road? Oh man, craziest. Hmm. Craziest. Chris, I'm gonna let you take this one because you. Uh... You're gonna have more than newer experiences. I'm gonna slide down here because I'm, I'm gonna trying to think of something crazy. I don't know. There's been a lot of things. Uh, I think our experience at Warp Tour, for me at least, was the craziest thing. Uh, 
being a local kid and just, you know, always kind of knowing who's in your crowd or at least see familiar faces. And then all of a sudden playing the thousands of people and then you're sitting in your merch tent and you have people you've never seen in your life. Like, hey, can I get a picture with you? Oh my God, I love you guys' band. You guys are so good. Uh, and hearing things like that, it just never occurred in my mind that I would experience anything like that. You know, just a kid with a guitar writing some lyrics and made it available to do that. It's such a great thing Warped Tour did for so many people and kids in general. I mean, given, introducing them to so many bands and music. I mean, you know, I was talking uh, a few years back, uh, this one guy, he's happened, he happens to be Halsey's manager. And nice. he, he was he was talking that pretty much all of them, including Halsey, they like all met each other on Warped Tour. Which is, yeah, which is such, you know, a great, crazy warp Tour story for anybody still listening. <laughs> so warp Tour is, 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 uh, was a great thing for a lot of people. Absolutely. And it's a shame that it's gone. Hopefully it'll, yeah. something will make a comeback. But Chris, I'm waiting on that story. I saw you there thinking. I don't know. I was, yeah, I was thinking pretty hard. I was thinking a different way. I was thinking like crazy, like somebody setting their hair on fire type crazy. You can do it, man. We, <laughs> we were talking a way, with man. another band, and they were talking about they had a flasher come up to them. So, you know, we, we're open to the crazy. <laughs> um, crazy. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. <laughs> maybe we're boring people. Yeah. Or maybe... uh. Crazy is just normal to us at this point that we're just so, uh, you know, minute to it or whatever you want to use there. That's a tough one to think up on the spot. Too. It is. That's what I'm here for. I throw everybody on the spot. See, usually <laughs> what happens. It was, a good, it was a good yeah. question. Usually what happens in these things is I'm like that curveball that comes in with like some like side humor or this and that. Aaron's got these like really well thought out questions that he's like thought out beforehand. And he's like, oh, I'm going to do this. And I'll like add in some things here and there. So when it comes to me having to actually organize and do things and ask questions, it's like literally a bull in a bull in a china shop. <laughs> so so let's you know we'll keep rolling a bit. But uh, if you guys weren't musicians, if you guys were to take any other career path or any path in general or hobby, even what would it be? Why why are you guys going to me? Um, <laughs> I don't know. There's been. I think that's kind of why. I want to be, or we want to be in that music role is taking those other positions and we've seen what's out there and it just, you know, doesn't fit in or feel left out. Um, I've always been a computer guy, uh, IT, hardware, whatever. It's, uh, so I was going to school for um, computer sciences, but I don't know, after a few months of just realizing that I'm in high school again, it just weighed on me that this isn't where I wanted to be. Um, yeah, what about you, Chris? I had a dream job. It would be a skydive videographer. The guys that, you know, go up with you and right on. have fun. <laughs> it would be legit. But I also wanted to be a tower climber and work on cell towers. and Never stuff. Me that. <laughs> That's like my dream realistic job. I had a friend whose job was uh, he used to go up on the bridges and fix them. So he'd like walk up the sides. He's like been up like the in New York. He's been up like the Brooklyn. He's been up on like he's been on like now the Cuomo Bridge, but it was the Tappan Zee Bridge. But he like would climb all the way up and he'd like hang down and fix those. That kind of that's what that made me think of with the tower. 
Fiction. Yeah. <laughs> Done that once. A smaller version of the Brooklyn Bridge, actually. That's here in Cincinnati, but it wasn't for uh, repairs of any sort. It was more of a <laughs> uh, drunken escapade. But she has a pretty great story that I believe needs more background now. Uh, there's not much more background to that other than uh, you know living in the city and you go to a few bars and you're heading on the way home, get offered to, by some 17-year-old kid to climb a bridge with them, so you do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joys of alcohol in our life. Yeah, yeah. right. Which brings no. me to uh, the random weekly Rolling Rock shout-out that I like to randomly place everywhere I can. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of beer, if you guys aren't straight edge, do you guys, you guys drinkers, you guys like beer? Absolutely. That's a dumb question. See, that's how you know how bad I am. I ask the question, do you <laughs> like beer? I don't go like, hey, like, what's your favorite beer? Or, hey, what kind of beers do you like? I'm like, hey, do you like beer? You know? I like beer. Beer is good. Beer is great. Beer is, beer is great. We're not alcoholics. We're just beer fanatics. Yeah. <laughs> Difference. Are there? Do you like any? Are there any like beers, like breweries around Cincinnati that you guys are really into or anything like that? Quite a few. A ton. Yeah, Cincinnati's like that's what we're known for. Really building right. up on because uh, you know we have that Kentucky scene too. So it's either whiskey or beer everywhere. Uh, big ones around here. I don't know if you have Rheingeist or uh, Braxton uh, are the two big ones. I think. Um, yeah, Urban Artifacts, another one where they do a lot of craft beers, and they're also a local music venue. Uh, done a lot for us in the past, so uh, specialize in kind of that uh, tart beers, uh, which you know I can handle every once in a while. But I like them more of a you know IPA or a stout, even something like that, a little heavier. Nice, nice. So what is your, if I had to say, what would be your favorite localish brewery, you guys? I would say Braxton. Uh, I haven't uh, been there, so I'm just going <laughs> to say Rheingeist, just for me personally. I like that Urban Artifact place. So there you go, all three things have been named. <laughs> there you go, three breweries and, you know, music, breweries, literally the name nonsense, you know? brings It's where, it's where it comes from. I, I really live into that name nonsense, because like I said, this is all coming to me as we go. And he's got, you guys are being great for putting up with it. <laughs> uh, we're um, kind of rusty to the whole situation. It's been a while since we've actually had to talk about ourselves. It's weird. You know, it's, it's funny because, like, whenever I do an interview and people ask me questions, I, like, sit here and I'm like, I don't really know what to say. But, like, <laughs> what I, I, like I know the answer. It's like, so, like, when it comes to, like, our band, like, I do all of, like, the lyric writing and I write all the songs. So, like, whenever we do an interview, they're like, what are the songs about? And I'm like a deer in the headlights. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I didn't really think about it. Like, what do you want to be? About? That's, that's like always been my thing. It's like, what do you want? Like the songs to be about is like a cool go with that. Cause like they mean, they could mean something different to me than they do to you, the listener. Exactly. You know, like a lot of them, like this one song we did called the Northeast, which I get in trouble for all the time. Cause the way I explain it, I wrote it about my grandma who I don't like. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no judgment. And uh, if you listen to it, I've been asked before if I've been like divorced or married. Neither, but you know, <laughs> uh, 
that's some people take it as like a relationship kind of deal where for me it was about like my grandmother which is i guess like the joy in music is the many yeah. different meanings to it that happens a lot i mean there's very similar case i don't know if you know uh fm static they were popular what 10 years ago or so uh they have a song and everybody's like oh it's about losing your wife or whatever and it came out he's like no it's about my grandma and how i miss her and all this other stuff and it's like wow you're taking completely in a different direction for myself but i think that's like you said the magic of the song is being able to connect with it and it take a personal meaning for sure definitely definitely one of the joys of music but speaking of music we're gonna bring it back to your guys music <laughs> and what would you guys say like when you guys are writing like what is your biggest influence or what what and I'll, I'll, let me rephrase that what and who would be your biggest influence but no I mean, we, I feel, I mean, you can take this your way. Side. Me and uh, Chris write most of the lyrics, Chris mostly. Um, I feel like we are heavily into our personal life and what we experience every day, which I know is a very vague and, uh, you know, imprecise answer. But, it, you know, seeing the world from our eyes and realizing that it doesn't end there, uh, kind of really resonates in what we write about and how it affects not only us, but everyone around us. So, uh, like I said, relationships in the beginning were a huge thing. Then um, lately, for myself, I've been reading a lot of, you know, that beat generation and kind of the freedom and exploring the world and not being, you know, kind of trapped in your own surroundings. Uh, has a huge impact on how I write lyrics, but um, I would say biggest influence for me right now is definitely more of the emo scene. Um, I feel like there was a song by uh, Microwave actually where he says I'm far too cynical, and that really stuck with me. And uh, I've been just trying to think about things a lot more and a lot differently here lately, and I feel like it's definitely showing on the two newer songs. They're a lot more thought out there, so I don't know how to say it. I mean, they're so like just poppy. Yeah, poppy and basic. They, you know, you listen to it, you kind of know what it means, type thing. Right. But otherwise, musically, I've taken a lot uh, of influence from kind of that old math rock emo we've seen, uh, especially groups like uh, Three Steven and the Sirens, uh, even some Alasana, Funeral for a Friend has always been a huge influence in uh, my guitar writing. Um, but even now, there's been so many, I've been jamming uh, J. Cole's Dreamville album the last few months and just seeing how you know, you can interpret these hip-hop grooves or these lo-fi grooves into pop-punk or alternative, whatever you want to call it, and it just gives it a whole new life, and I think that's really cool. Uh, I, I think that's great, and I, I love hearing that you don't just pull from, like, one, like I hate, I, I, I know bands do it, and it's, everybody does it, but I hate when I just get, like, oh, like, we, we sound like the Wonder Years, Knuckle Puck, and... It's like that's great, but like, what doesn't really really tell me much. Like, it does tell me something, but not much. But I I love hearing when bands are like, oh yeah, like I pull this like idea from like a math rock song, or I pulled this idea from 
J. Cole, or I t- then turn around, like, I pulled this one from Knucklepuck. But, if, like, if I had to explain yeah. our sound, it sounds like these three bands. But I always like that because I always like personally writing, too, like, pulling from different genres and stuff. So, like, uh, our, our lead guitarist, myself and Avery, uh, wow, wait. My lead guitarist, Avery, and myself used to be another band called One for the Braves. And I love, like, 90s gangster rap. Super randomly. And uh, we wrote this one song called Nails, and there was one line, and I think it was, like, Survival of the Fittest or something like that. And the whole, like, little verse in that line, like, was based around Mob Deep. So it's it's cool to hear you mention, like, J. Cole and bringing in, like, other influences into, like, emo and punk. I think it's really great. There's so much out there. Why limit yourself to just one part of it? Exactly, and I, I I love that. I love that fact, and right. I think you guys, you know, definitely have crafted a really good sound out of bringing these things together. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. You know, it's always changing. The more we release, the more other artists release, the more it kind of grows. We find out what else is out there. So it's always exciting to see what happens next. Exactly. You got to keep the ball moving. You know, always got to. You know, here in 2020 now and. Things are definitely interesting looking with, you know, everybody. There's this stuff going on with Live Nation now and venues are struggling worldwide. And it's, it's you know, it's nice to see that people are still optimistic and making music and still trying to push forward for what's next. And that actually dives into another question. What would be next for you guys? Wow. Uh, well, def- we're definitely writing a lot more music right now that we're hopefully going to release. Um, and definitely play a lot of shows whenever that does happen. Um, yeah, I feel like for us and a lot of bands, just having the downtime really gets us to focus on what we can improve, other things that we haven't focused on before. Um, I know, especially like media content, I know a lot of people have been, a lot of groups have been, you know, really stepping their game up with that, and I think that would be really cool. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to see what happens in this music scene. I feel like with everyone having this time, the same as us, uh, there's going to be a lot more of the local scene growing uh, with that problems with Live Nation, with bigger venues, having issues, et cetera, kind of bringing that homegrown scene back and hopefully see it thrive again. Local scene and explosion of music. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to happen. That's exactly my sentiments as well. We were talking with uh, a few weeks back, we talked with um, – Jake from Sleep on It, and uh, he he was he, he was saying the, kind of the same thing, and it, it, you know there's gonna I think we really think a lot of people think, and not me personally, I think the same thing that there's gonna be a real unprecedented time in the music scene after this because people are gonna be itching to go see things, they're gonna be itching to go out and do things again, you know, and they're not gonna overlook the five dollar show up the road because it's something to do that they took for granted before that now maybe they've been missing, All right? That's the hope, at least, but it's only time will tell. Super excited to see that. Yeah, that's that's definitely that's the big hope. So let's let's hope people are are feeling it. <laughs> oh, so I thought of the craziest thing that's happened so far. <laughs> oh wow! See, look at it coming back around full circle. Bang, bang. Uh, I was quitting cigarettes at the time, and I was chewing on a straw. And a, a lady came up to me and started talking to me, and you know, in between talking, I would put it back in my mouth. And she said something, and I talked with the straw in my mouth one time. And she just got this disgusted look on her face. It was like, if you're going to be rude enough to talk to someone with that straw in your mouth, then you shouldn't just, or you should just not talk at all. 
and then stormed off and walked away. Like, out of nowhere, it was like... This was after a very happy conversation, yeah, too. <laughs> I mean, she was smiling, hugging me, and then all out of nowhere, just snapped, and it went in a complete different direction. And just walked away, and my buddy looked at me like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> That's pretty funny. Like, what was the conversation? Like, it was just like, hey, how are you kind of deal? Or like... No, she was uh, just talking about how long I've been singing. We sounded great. Um, just all kinds of great things. And then out of nowhere, like I said, it was just, I don't even remember what I said, but I just remember her like staring at the straw while I talked. And then it, I mean, literally snapped. It so was, random. Yeah, it was crazy. I didn't even know what to do. <laughs> it's like, what, it's like one of those things, like, what do you say to you? Be like, oh, my bad. Or you just kind of saying there like, wait, what? Like, it's, yeah. you know, or do you snap back? Be like, oh, my bad. Didn't realize it mattered <laughs> this far into the conversation. I guess that was the last straw. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. We even got a one yes. line out of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're, we're about, we're about 30 minutes in here and, uh, well, I really don't have many more questions because like I said, this isn't usually my, my forte. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to open the floor up to you guys and, um, you know, you can take this moment as Aaron would say, and, uh, you can shout out anyone in your scene or, you know, talk about your guys' self a little bit more, you know, what's coming next, what to look forward to from you guys. And, uh, you know, um, we usually, we, we talked a little earlier about beer and everything, but, you know, we usually do like a beer or beverage of the week for our straight edge listeners out there and friends <laughs> who come on the show because there's more of those people. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so this is, I'm going to open the floor up to you guys just to kind of talk and I'll sit here, shut up and listen. Oh gosh, uh, that's a spot. Um, I feel like I've taken over so much of this time that. No, you're fine. Um, yeah, we're uh, definitely just keep a lookout for us for like we just said, like new music, and we'll definitely be releasing a lot more music and hopefully playing a lot more shows soon. And we, uh, just like every other band and everybody else that's out there right now, they're missing, missing live music. Uh, the bands miss it, and especially the fans themselves miss it. And even me as a fan going to shows, like I miss it all the time. I'm going crazy without music in my life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll just, that. Uh, just keep it keep together, keep it all together, and yeah, we're, we'll all ride this one out together. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Uh, I guess, you know. Shout out to all the local venues around our area that have treated us so well over the years that are struggling right now. Um, for here, we have places like Madison Live, Thompson House, Urban Artifacts, um, tons of others that I'm missing. But like I said, like you said, don't forget when this is all over that the local music scene is still going to be there and it's going to be better than ever. So um, as far as my beer of the week goes, uh, Braxton Storm is what it's called. Uh, it's a fantastic craft beer here. If you ever have the chance, if you're in the Cincinnati area or if you get an export, I'm not sure how far they go at this point. Um, definitely worth a try. Hell yeah. How about you there, Chris? Uh, I don't have a beer of the week. I've got two kids, so no time for drinking. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll just say... Uh, our, our newer music is it's going to sound a lot different than the EP that I was on. 
that was, like I said, more in your face. But these new songs I'm very excited for, as well as these guys. I know they are. We've been holding on to them for a while, debating on when to put them out and what the best time would be. And uh, I guess now's the best time during the virus. So <laughs> best time to listen to music. People got the time to do it. Yeah. Well, hey, guys. It was a lot of fun having you guys on. I'm sorry, again, we were a little disorganized tonight. Definitely, you know, one, one, one of these days we'll get you guys back on and we'll, we'll do it the real way with Aaron and we can all bash on him. I would love it. It'll be great. Absolutely. So, but uh, for everybody out there listening, uh, we're here with Mascots and you can go check out their Spotify. Uh, some of my favorite songs on there are Altruistic and If I Die Today. And if this is... if out in time aaron knows the time these things come out i i just nod my head nicely usually uh <laughs> if this is out in time be sure to check out figure it out and show the mascot boys some love awesome appreciate it man hell yeah and uh when when the world's permitted again we'll have to link up bring you guys around the northeast uh, we'll definitely be out there yes do it the right way <laughs> Absolutely. all right guys have a good one take it easy uh, see you. See you. later later